opinions expressed during this podcast are conversational in nature and expressed for comedic purposes. Not all the facts will be correct. This podcast and the incoherent rantings within are often satirical and for entertainment purposes only. Listener discretion advised. another episode of not sure take my keys lefty bones here with you um got the good the good doctor junk mcstone coming to us live and electrified back from his brief hiatus and as always from the dfw mr vernon foxtail gentlemen how are we this evening doing good how you doing junk how's the uh the downstairs going it's been a rough week for me personally. I've been over at the Airbnb every day from like nine. Oh, that's to what five, it is. Nine, yeah, nine five, nine six, nine seven, something like that. Just working, working, working. I thought it was your downstairs that, you, that was doing. No, this is the uh, the place that you used to live prior to here. Yeah, this is my first house that I ever bought and lived in, um, and kicked the renters out, and we've remodeled it basically tore it down and built it back up now we're kind of just like decorating and stuff like that hanging pictures i you know how many pieces of furniture i've put together this week it's fucking uh, so did you go like on a ikea ikea shopping spree to get it refurnished is that what you did yeah so we got ikea dresser two ikea dressers we got some end tables we got a coffee table all that kind of stuff i, I just have to put it all together i'd to put together patio furniture it's just it's terrible. how many tiny uh how many tiny allen wrenches did you come out of in that situation <laughs> i have the market cornered on allen wrenches <laughs> i think it's pretty much the I same was, one so i was jacking around in the garage last week uh working on some stuff just kind of cleaning up a little spring cleaning and everything and i i got into my like uh you know my tupperware of random parts you know you guys got tupperware of random parts i swear there were seven of the same little fucking ikea furniture allen wrenches in there i'm like man if only there was a way to profit off of those things yeah I, I made myself and tiffany very mad because we were putting together this patio furniture and it was just like so hard couldn't get your fingers in there and turn it and all this kind of stuff and finally i was like fuck this i went and got out my little drill bit set and found the found the allen wrench part stuck it in my screwdriver and i was done in like 10 minutes <laughs> after after she had been messing with it for over an hour. No, that's way easier to do it that way. I completely agree. Like trying to hand do anything, it's just not. It's not for me. I I can, ha- I, I can handle that stuff. I can handle that kind of stuff. I got little tiny little tiny hands. I like that. You do have dainty like... fingers. I see. I've got like they're long, but they're not. Fingers are they're not thin. They're they're thick. I got like sausagey fingers, like kielbasa's or something. Mine are kind of sausagey in a way, but they get in there enough. But I I like that type of shit though. Like that's my that's my jive. That very tediousy kind of stuff. That's why I do what I do. So I did some things I think you would actually really like there, uh, Foxtail. On on Saturday I'd had a couple of uh, had three pallets that had been sitting in the garage for a while from when the flooring came in. So I was trying to figure out how to get rid of them, and then I decided I'm not going to get rid of them. I'm going to use them. So I took one of the pallets and I chopped it up and then brought it all back together nice and tight and made like a pegboard setup for all the tools, yep. which I thought turned out pretty cool. I took another one and really went next level with this one because I've been for a long time needing like a workbench type thing, like a workspace, but I don't have room at all in that garage. So what I did was I actually took the pallet and then secured it to the wall on hinges and then put a hinging leg on it as well. So as it drops down, that leg folds out, and the whole thing flops down to a table. Boom. This guy, next level. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, wow, man. That's good. That's impressive. I know. I was impressed with myself. What I did, I, and it was all random shit that I just had laying did, now, around. Now I utilized you... one, of those, one of those Ikea Allen wrenches to put together one of the bolts. So It has finally happened, folks. It has finally happened after many false starts and discussions and back and forths. A grand jury in New York has actually indicted former President Donald Trump 
on 36 different counts related to him uh, paying off Storm McDaniels to keep her mouth shut uh, during the 2016 election. Mm-hmm. Which is ironic. And her mouth was originally open. Her, uh, probably very open to, to absorb his majestic uh, Democratic freedom, freedom-loving member. I don't know. He's got small hands. I don't know. No, but he came on the record, and I trust the man when he says something like this, that it came on the record, the small hands thing, that's fabricated. He has an above-average size member, and it stands fully at attention to salute old glory and uh, pledge allegiance to our great nation. I think he came on more than just the record. Look, I was talking to some guys at work about this today, and I agree with them that, honestly, let's just leave the old man alone. He never did anything wrong. This is all just the political witch hunt. They just don't want him to run in 2024. He's still going to do it. They can't beat him. He's still doing it, though. He's still going to do it, even even with these indictments going on. He's He's already got on the horn. I don't think he's allowed on Twitter junk. You'd have to verify that. I still think he's banned from that, so he has his own platform still. Correct? Well, Elon Musk, when he bought it, he unbanned him, but Trump won't come back. Okay, so anyway, Trump's on his whatever it is called, and, and yeah, he's... I think it's called Truth something. Yeah, Truthers. Truthers. <laughs> um, truthers for Trump. But anyway, yeah, he's, he's, he's claiming he's, like, he's still going to run, and that's where my work people were getting infuriated. Is my boss, especially, he's just like, yeah, with all this going on, he's gonna get reelected. S- straight, simple, just because of this and his use of witch hunt. Well, and as well, he should. I mean, one of the great presidents of our or anyone else's lifetimes. He did more to make America great again than anyone, and I think he deserves the opportunity to make America great again, 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 again. Again. So what's talking is uh, Stormy Daniels is on Twitter. <clears throat> and when it was announced that he was being, uh, you know, paying her hush money and getting arrested for her or whatever, someone tweeted at her and said, President Trump wouldn't touch you with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> she replied and said, that's true. He used a three-inch one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, sick burn. <laughs> Sorry, Melania. Sorry. We all know why she's there, though. I don't think she's there because she uh, cares about him. I mean, that's the money. Well, let's think about it a little bit, Doctor. Why would she be there? What would make her want to marry a man that's had how many wives has he had now? Four, five. She was number three. three. She's number. She's number three. So, what would make her want to be the third junk? Wasn't she a foreigner? Like he had to. She had to be. According to me, to, like, she's probably the nineteenth. But. She was a foreigner, but she was not from one of the shithole countries in Africa. She came from one of the good white countries in Europe, so it's okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, to all our African listeners out there, I don't, I don't think you're a shithole country. Sorry about Chris there. I am just, just reiterating the views of our former president, who is in all likelihood not guilty of whatever it is he's being charged for in this situation. You know how many times he's been taken to court? Through his entire lifetime? Yeah, like hundreds of times. You know how many times he's actually been found guilty? I mean, I don't know either, but it's not very many compared to how... Ha- I, I think he's probably in the clear on this one. It's a solid zero. Nah, how many Stormy's judges? lying. Nah, Michael Cohen's enough lying. Enough with you. Enough with you. Huh? How many judges does he play golf with? Yeah, I mean, I think this all comes down to money. If you have money, you can what? get away... You can get away with anything. It's just like uh, Magic Johnson. He's got money. He also has AIDS, but he never dies from it. Everybody else dies from it, but he's got money. Oh, so if you have money, you can get away with anything, I even AIDS. Freddie Mercury's got. He had money and he had AIDS, and he died I mean, from he it. So AIDS, I don't. I, that, that was. I don't that know what you mean by that. Came out. No, I think there rich... was no cure for AIDS yet. Then they have the cure now, but you got to be rich to get. I think rich people look at what they do in terms of how much it's going to cost them. Oh, to go 80 miles over the speed limit, it's only going to cost me 400 bucks, so let's do it. Sure, yeah. So they don't look at it as getting a ticket. They it, look at, ah, oh, this is just going to cost me uh, $3,000 to get out of this one. But if you go over a certain mile per hour, that's you're going to jail. 
Like you don't even know. But to get out of it, if you go like over a certain mile bucks. an hour, you go to jail. Yeah. If they go over a certain mile an hour, they just pay an increasingly high fine. Ah, uh, yeah, that's why we're so doing this speed, podcast. So to speed, it only costs them a couple grand. So it's worth the risk for them. Man, like speed that costs a couple, like a couple grand. That'd be some good speed. Speaking of the jail speed, so it'd be 20 over, so you could go 30, 40 over, or whatever, and that's going to be that. Basically, speaking of, uh, 20, 15 to 20 over is going to be that for you. Speaking of uh, famous people with a lot of money, did you guys hear about that celebrity that got stabbed? Reese something? Witherspoon? No, with a knife. Yeah, Reese, Reese, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> no, with a knife. She gets stabbed with a spoon, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know if he really, I don't know if he's joking around now because he did that at the lake. Or at the... Yeah, it hurts so bad. Was that the thing that you needed to ask us? Was that the special oh. question? That was one thing. <laughs> I think that she, I think that she's in that movie. Have you seen the movie that she's in about constipation? Uh oh. No, wait, no, it hasn't come out yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I don't know if you guys heard. Um, one of the great chefs, uh, culinary, just gods. Uh, that walks the earth right now. Gordon Ramsay recently was in the when the in the news for making a making headlines as a as a quite frankly as an American patriot, uh, which is odd considering that he is from Wales. Um, I don't know if you guys saw anything about this. I but, did. Uh, yeah, he got. He, this is a weird. He he got a hold of a weird big way. I don't understand how Gordon Ramsay has to do with constipation. I'm sure a lot of the shit that he's made for people has caused them to have upset tummies, especially since he's screaming at them while they're trying to eat it. But that's really besides neither here nor there. When was we talking about? So uh, he had he had another celebrity or celebrity of sorts uh, try to eat in his restaurant uh, the other day. Colin Kaepernick actually came through the Hell's Kitchen restaurant in Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, and Gor- Gordon wasn't going to have it then. Gordon wasn't having it. He's such an, a, a Welsh American patriot. Well, I mean, uh, he you... saw Kaepernick actually take a knee to take a picture with a little kid, and he lost his shit. He saw that traitor taking a knee and sprung into action. And, and I quote, you can just fuck off then, Ramsey said sternly. Hey, kitchen staff, red and blue, get out there and take a knee while this wanker fucks off. <laughs> and they did. He kicked, he kicked Colin Kaepernick out of his restaurant while the entire kitchen, the entire back of house staff was taken took a knee as he was sent out. I wonder if they, so, on the house, they had uh, Mater D put on, God bless America. <laughs> and, you know, as, as, he, as he went on down the hallway of, of all the Hell's Kitchen winners and losers. Uh, winners, actually. Not losers. No losers get. You know, they don't think they put all the losers up there on no, the wall too, all pictures of the losers. I was kind of hoping so, like they put them on the, the footboard, you know, kick them along the way, on your way out. The little idiot sandwiches down there at the bottom. Donkeys. Yeah, fucking donkey. So, story doesn't make a lot of sense to me. He like kneels. Yeah, he, and boarding off a fan. So he has an entire staff kneel. It doesn't make sense. He want well. He was a fan had wanted to take a picture with him. And he decides to do the the Colin, Colin Kil, Kilpatrick, Kirkpatrick, whatever Kaepernick. his name, Kaepernick. <laughs> I botched that, but who cares, right? Who fucking cares? And uh, yeah, he decides to take a knee, and they're doing that whole thing. Wasn't so. it a kid though? Like he was just trying to get down on the kid's level. Uh, I feel like he was doing uh, what he was dirty. trying to do. Was he was trying yeah, to indo- indoctrinate the youth. Yeah. He was trying to indoctrinate the youth in his anti-American ways. And Gordon Ramsay, as a proud Welsh American, <laughs> wasn't going to have it. See, that's the other thing, too. I don't think, number one, that Gordon Ramsay knows who the fuck Colin Kaepernick is. And I also don't think Gordon Ramsay gives a fuck about 
America like that. I don't, uh, well, I don't know, man. He was on the field at Super Bowl. Did you get this from theonion.com? Because it sounds... It's, it's no, from... this is a rep, this is a net reputable news source. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, but well, what don't, don't be talking shit on Gordon Ramsay. He was on the field where you were for Super Bowl. And he got to, like, give old Travis Kelsey a hug and a handshake on the sidelines prior to the game start. I, I assume from this story he wasn't kneeling. So... Gordon is pretty good Welsh, Welsh American, I would think. A Welsh He's a patriot. Welsh American patriot. He really is. And and there is actually more. So Foxdale, you had asked if they started playing God Bless America as he was escorted out. Yeah. He, that, that did not happen. But uh, in a shocking turn of events, there was a Marine veteran that happened mm. to be in the restaurant at the same time who rose to his feet, removed his cap, and actually started singing – the Star Spangled Banner. Oh. To the kitchen staff or at? This is the... over the top here. Uh, don't believe it. Um, I don't think this is true. Did you get it from Infowars.com? Where, where did well, there, there were plenty of witnesses because as the Marines stood and sang the national anthem, the entire restaurant stood in unison and placed their hands over their hearts and began to sing along. Was the veteran in a wheelchair? He couldn't walk? Oh, man. Well, Look, man, what I'm trying to say is that it's a special time in our country right now, and, and in the world, really, when folks even from overseas, who, though it, in his in his defense, I guess, Gordon Ramsay has probably made the bulk of his money off of Americans watching Hell's Kitchen and all those different shows, but he is a believer in the red, white, and blue. And he's not going to stand for a bunch of fucking, or Neil, I suppose in this case, for a bunch of uh, traders coming into his restaurant and trying to take selfies with small children. Amen. So one of his famous lines is, it's raw. But you know what uh, Gordon Ramsay does like raw? Well, he's got five kids. Maybe raw dogging it. <laughs> he wears no lamb scans. <laughs> <laughs> that's gross so I gotta ask this, this one this one's totally off the cuff but I gotta ask you guys you you find your cannibals have you ever attempted to wear did you said ram skin right have you ever have you guys ever worn a non latex condom before no no I, I tried I to never wear those I don't think either. I've ever worn a condom yeah I know you I know you never wore any are you condoms. talking like a sausage casing <laughs> <laughs> like a legit sausage casing yeah like a like, I went to the butcher shop and got a sausage casing. Like the bladder of a lamb or some shit. Like I, once, I once had an excursion with someone who had a latex allergy. And so I tried a sheepskin condom. <laughs> Where the hell did you find and that? I gotta tell you, did you start Oh, just buying? a regular five and dime. Just a, just a corner bodega shop. <laughs> but the smell off that thing was so off-putting that I yeah. really couldn't smell. Did so, she have a penis skin allergy? Why didn't you go in there like normal? Like, why would you go get a sheepskin condom? She Dr. provided Jones, the sheepskin condom. Dr. Judge is was, definitely uh, not in advance. doing safe And you sex. couldn't talk her out of it? I would have just been like, mm, no. Dr. Junk over <laughs> here with the non-safe <laughs> sex. Come on now. When you rammed it in, you're like, bah, bitch, bah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually tried to... I tried to take it in the back door, and she said, meh. <laughs> 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 Wrong grass. <laughs> Which I assumed meant go ahead, so I did. What's crazy is that I, you'll have to tell me who this was later if I know them. But uh, So she just like keeps them in her purse because she knows she's allergic to latex. And, she, you know, she's just such a whore that she keeps her she's <laughs> condoms with her wherever she goes. <laughs> This is 100% correct, yes. Oh, <laughs> I mean, think about that, really. Like, you know. What is your like, diagnosis, hey, doctor? What is your diagnosis on this? She's a whore. That's his diagnosis. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's a whore. She's yeah. a whore in sheep's clothing. H O R? Or. In a whore in sheep's clothing. That's fantastic. Like, you know, if I was her, just if I was a woman uh, and I was allergic to latex, and I would just, I would not carry around that shit. I would just 
if I was going to have sex, I wouldn't make him wear a condom because uh, of that mammoth I meatball. Make you seem like a huge slut that you just fucking carry around specific kinds of she's, condoms with you wherever you go. She's worried about that mammoth meatball you got. Speaking of mammoths, an Australian company on Tuesday actually managed to manufacture a lab-grown cultured meat entree um, that is technically a mammoth ball, like a, a, a meatball, but made of woolly mammoth meat. And what? So they, they created this out of like what DNA? Yeah. Yeah. So they were, so it, it very much like a, like a Jurassic park inspired. It's funny how this is played out, but it, like a Jurassic park inspired, they were able to find some enough sequences of mammoth, woolly mammoth DNA. Mm-hmm. And then they plugged it in with uh, like, they plugged the holes in with, DNA from an elephant, which is like the closest living relative to a woolly mammoth, and they were able to make a meat or a meatball of woolly mammoth flesh. So let me get this straight. Jurassic Park, they brought back dinosaurs yes. from from the dead. These That's people right. brought back yeah, a doctor. fucking meatball? Yes, doctor. This is not a very good accomplishment. <laughs> Doctor, you've, you, the, the sci- you forgot all the science part there. They didn't bring back a meatball. They cultured it yeah. based on cells to form. And what the fuck are you going to do with it? You Come on, doctor. Sit it there and look at the it... meatball? Is someone no. going to cook it and eat it? Like, yes. I don't understand what the point of this they is. Is this, how you lo- is this how you got kicked out of Princeton Medical School, didn't you? <laughs> I'm surprised Harvard picked you up after your exploit expelling from Princeton with that one. They took a bunch of cells, waved their wand, abracadabra it until it was just enough to roll into a meatball. I don't know. I just don't find this very impressive. <laughs> well, I think what is impressive is when they're doing the science that Dr. Junk forgot about is while while they make the meat, the meat it it already cr- it made itself into a ball, which I think is fucking amazing. Why? What are you doing with it? What does this prove? Is this the first step into bringing back a woolly mammoth? If so, how long does it take cavemen to figure out a wheel? We're we're making meat that turns itself into a ball. It's the first step to sustainable food, so you don't have to eat animals anymore. So what they're trying to do is prove that they could take something like cow DNA and be able to make self-forming cow meatballs. I'd without having like, to ever like raise or kill the animal. Like, let's get like a filet mignon. At like... What's wrong with raising and killing the animal? We've done it for centuries. I don't understand what the problem is. That's what, that's what cows are for, is to kill them and eat them. Filets. I kind of thought you would see what the issue, issue is as a scientist, but I guess I'll have to explain it to you. No, we, we have already figured out why he got kicked out of Princeton, and this is why. So yeah. Fill him in. I'm trying to figure out how he even got through undergrad school at this point. And Harvard picking him back up. It's crazy. Harvard picked him back up for sure. The issue with all the cattle industry is that it creates a gigantic economic, I'm sorry, ecological impact on the earth. Cow farts are responsible for a ridiculous amount of methane production. They also take up a huge amount of cultivatable land to be able to feed them. Land that can be used for housing or farming of other kinds. Are we running out of land? Not down here in Texas. Uh, We, as in the United States, are not running out of land super quickly, no. But there are countries, such as India, where they don't eat cows. They got all these fucking free-range cows running around. We got to get rid of the cows, bring in the meatballs. They don't eat cows, but they're going to eat the fucking fake meatball cow? Like, I, I don't understand. I mean, I don't know. I'm not up to date on, like, Hindu dogma enough to know whether or not they'd be allowed to eat artificial cow meatballs. But I'm going to say that since they absolutely won't eat the natural ones, there's at least an outside chance. I think a mammoth would be closer to, like, a buffalo. (laughs) Going going back, this is stupid. So This is like those lesbian ducks you guys talked about. This is stupid. Thomas, like you, you still have so much hate against Thomas. Like, I can't believe you know his name. The damn guy did the best he could. He blind. did the best he could. He was blind, bisexual, uh, interracial, interspecies yeah, love. Like, 
He had no problems with nothing. It was like the best example of pure love. Pure love. Yeah, people talk about being pansexual. He like took that shit to he's just like, nah, a whole nother level. You don't even have the pronoun it. Just be you. He was like quantum sexual. I don't want to talk about it. We're going to go to uh, New Zealand. Yeah, we're going to go. We're going to actually... Gonna You're going to go visit the no. lesbian, the, yeah. the bisexual All of us. us. All of us. We're going to pay homage to... Oh, I'm not going. <laughs> There's a beach there. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I want to go to that. Well, that's also where they filmed Lord of the Rings, so if you're interested in seeing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can go to Helm's Deep. Is Mortal. it there? Yeah, Mortal. I mean, no, I'm pretty sure that was CGI, but we could go to where they... The Hobbit house CGI up for Helm's Deep. Totally the Hobbit house. We can go to the Hobbit Shire. Yep. I think, like, his, if from, from, like, historical fiction, or, I'm sorry, that's not right. The, yeah, historical fiction, the Shire would be one of the dopest places you could probably ever go hang out. I would Airbnb that all day. You can have second lunch and third breakfast. Mm. Third breakfast, they got, the, they got the South Farthing Greenleaf. You could do a little puffy on the South Farthing Greenleaf, which I'm sure is can super kind. Stay in one of those little places? Hobbit hole? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I probably would have an issue getting into a hobbit hole, but once I'm in there, it'd probably be fine. You've gotten into plenty smaller holes than that. You'll be all right. I could slip on a sheepskin condom and slide into the hobbit hole. <laughs> I did want to go back to that for one second. So, sure. did she have multiple sizes? Did you, like, get done and she was like, okay. She, like, pulled out the right size? Oh, yeah, he got well, Peter so meter. Like, like, I, like she know, Peter she, metered him? She took it out. She took it out for me. She did a bit of fluffing, you know, to get everything up to size. And then, yeah, she had a little. Remember how when you were a kid and you go to like Foot Locker or uh, Penny's shoe store and they'd have the little foot yeah, thing yeah, yeah. and they'd measure your the foot with and length? She had, she one, had one of those you but place before your cock the, in it. for the member. Yeah. She was and then she would know which sheepskin you needed. Yeah, because it's not really super stretchy like a latex condom. So, yeah, she had to find one that fit perfectly. She was almost like a Dick Taylor in a way. Yeah, for she, sure. had to, she actually had to take one and get, she had yeah. to, like, take it take it in a little bit. Yep. Just to, like, take make it. sure that the... Nothing would be more embarrassing than if she, like, gave you, she, like, gave you a Magnum and it's, like... It needs a couple wing cuts in it. That's about... like, what the fuck am I going to do with that? Magnum thing, with right? a couple wing cuts. I just put it on my arm. I don't know what to do with that. She brought in the hem a little bit. Yeah, made a few wing cuts, and it felt like a glove. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm sure that you guys, I, I know for a fact that you guys are aware of the uh, the implications of adorning your house, especially the exterior with pineapples or upside-down pineapples, right? It's basically like the swinger sign to, hey, come on in, lose your pants, have a good time, right? No, no, wait, wait. Upside down pine. Extrapolate a little bit on that. What does that mean? No, you don't know that. Okay, no. so basically, if you what? were to want to advertise your house as like a friendly place for swinging, or basically just like let know, let other swingers in the area know that you're down to clown. Um, a pineapple, specifically upside down pineapples, are generally an indication that your house is an open place for uh, a little knock on the door and see what's going on. Holy hey. shit, I need to go remove those upside pine upside down pineapples if Cog doesn't know what it means. No, man, I just, I, I knew what a red light meant, you know what I mean? Like, fucking a red light, you know what a red light means, you know what I'm saying? But upside down pineapples at next level. I'm going to go turn that pineapple right side up since uh, my husband isn't familiar. So those, those people we've been letting in... <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know what they wanted? I was like, like, why do they keep wanting to like pull my pants down and shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck is going on here? It's fucking weird. Like, you got the what's the red light? You got the pineapple. What's the red light mean? Amsterdam, like, it's red light, the, red light district, man. When the red light's on, you know she's ready. That whore, oh, okay. the whore upstairs is ready. Yeah, see, she got this sheepskin. You know, whatever, waiting for you. Next trip, we're all going to Amsterdam. Oh, that'd be. So I have an upside down. Uh, I have an upside down cucumber at my house, but nobody uh, knows. That means butt sex. <laughs> Orgies. There's no, there's no upside and downside to it. Well, you got like mistletoe. If you're under the mistletoe, you got to kiss. Ooh. <laughs> you got upside down cucumber, butt sex. Butt sex. No upside down. Same. That's what I was saying. Never mind. 
Eggplant squirt what emoji. What would Vecna say about that, though? Hmm? Vecna. <laughs> yeah, because he's in the upside down. He's <laughs> in the upside down. <laughs> Everything in the upside down is upside down except for the cucumbers because fuck, they don't have one. They were not built that way. So does well, that mean... I was trying to, the point I was trying to get to here, uh, I think... There is a, a retirement community in Florida, and I cannot be more specific than that for privacy reasons. I don't want to get sued for this, but it's basically a, a retirement community, and the retirees that go there are not quite done with some of their youthful ways. It's Mar-a-Lago, isn't it? Oh, God. Not, no, they're <laughs> done with their ways. <laughs> but... The villages, as it is called, has been uh, has been called a a wild retirees getaway. They've started a new fad down there to let the other retirees in the area know that they're down. Yeah. The fuck. Okay. So what is this? So basically, they've they, they've gotten rid of the upside down pineapples because it's just not enough. They're actually displaying uh, loofahs, little body scrubber sponges. They're displaying those on top of their cars in the communities to let the other members around know that they're open to investigation. To wash the crotch? Fuck, I just, I just got off a client call and they were down in the villages. Oh, I know what they were doing down there now. Now you gotta find oh, out. Oh, you like, know what they were doing out there. Hey, they were, they were, were loofahing it Yeah, up. be like, Wrinkle. hey, I know so-and-so needed to do some kind of uh, like movement of money, but uh, did they have a loofah in the car, by the way? By chance? We actually drove by there going up to Orlando, and the villages was that big walled off community, and we're like, oh shit, that place looks crazy. Ah, they yeah, are crazy. Now we know what they've been doing up in there. Sometimes yeah, crazy curiosity does kill the cat. Curiosity yeah. does you kill the cat. probably would have been killing some real old cats if you had wandered in there. If she would have said something, I'd have been like, let's go check it out real quick, you know? Just like five, ten minutes, whatnot. But yeah, we got we'd probably been drawn in. Oh, the color coding has their own chart. Nice. That's what killed me is that each of the different colors of loofah actually stand for different things. I like that. So I'm gonna give you a color of loofah. Let's go. And I want you and I want you fellas to try to figure out what it, what it is means? that the colors mean. Okay. I know what brown is. <laughs> okay, hey, first of all, before you do this, before you do this, can you can you name off, does it have a certain set of number of colors? Seven colors. Okay. Seven. There's seven different colors, and they each have a distinct meaning. Okay. What I'm going to give you the first two for free. Okay, the first two are freebies. All right. If you display a white lupa, that means that you are a beginner. You're kind of oh, open new. to the idea, but you haven't been down the dusty road yet. You haven't found... Dark web porn yet. A black loofah means that you're interested, but you want it all to just stay within the complex, to stay within the villages. Selfishness. Okay? Knowledge plus selfishness. So now you guys get to start firing some shots here. What do you think teal stands for? Teal would be, I ain't a goddamn noob. I got my stances. I think, I think it means... Uh, I think it means gay shit. So stances, which could be gay shit, yeah. and gay shit. Uh, so teal is reserved for people who are bisexual. So I win. Junk. Point for me. Junk. No, gay and bisexual are not the same thing, but okay. It's closer than stances. What about purple? What do you think purple stands for? I got kids in the house. <laughs> Yo, fuck. <laughs> Purple. <laughs> Group sex. Close, but no. Purple is for people who like to watch. Purple is for the voyeurs. Watchers. Right. Yeah, the Cuck lurkers. The cuckolds? Uh, no, so there is actually Cuckold a specific is, uh, thing difference. for the cuckolding. So we're going to now go through the different layers, uh, the different uh, degrees of partner swapping, okay? Uh, pink of purple pink is for a soft swap that's for people who like to do it it being open to interpretation who like to do it with other people in the room so that would be like the exhibitionist i guess jesus so you'd be 
black. This is old people. This is like 60, 70, 80 year olds. Yeah, this is a retirement community. Retirement junk. Doctor, what age do we all retire at? This is for the the gilfs and the grilfs. (laughs) And someday for the grifts. So blue is the lowest level of full swap. That's for those who can play well with others. Basically, open to the idea of maybe you borrow my lady, I borrow yours. Or necessarily, you, I borrow your husband, you borrow my wife, whatever. That one, that makes kind of sense. There. What, what, color, is there... what color is docking? Uh, well, I'm going to say that with blue teal being bisexual, I'm going to say that teal is probably the docking there's not like a full gay one here which i was surprised by yellow is the last one we haven't covered here uh, which is a mid-level swap for those who want to have fun but are still a little bit nervous so maybe like some handy stuff stuff like that you know but not full on like docking as jason seems very interested in finding out about or perhaps full level penetration (laughs) and no i'm sorry i mistook or i i misspoke black as for a full swap, though that's for those who want fucking just say fuck it and just let it all go down, you know, just bottles of lube and just a mass of sweaty old wrinkled bodies and I don't know whose holes in my thumb and whose face is in my butt, but we're doing yeah, this that's thing. Household. Look, I can tell that you're disgusted by that because it's a sex thing and you're disgusted by everything. But if you if you're seventy. 72 years old and still capable of performing, and you're in a retirement community with a bunch of like-minded individuals, what do you have to lose at that point? Let's say let it rip. Nothing. I'd, I would try to figure out like a new color scheme. I'd be like, hey, what, you should call down and ask her if she's willing to do a swap when you're in a retirement community. Half of them aren't going to remember anyway. Yeah, I mean, like, we're not a retirement community <laughs> level I'm talking yet. hypothetical. I don't, I don't expect you to write it down on a contract. I just feel like I'm writing, I'm writing that's going right to be now. a hard no for her. All right, well, hard I will no. ask her this evening, once she has a few drinks, I'll ask her if she wants to enter into an agreement that when I'm 73 and she's 70 and we're living in the villages, there's a lot of stipulations here, but if that were all to go down, that she would be interested in investigating other wrinkled old ball sacks while I go for a pair of seconds. I think is going to have a very eventful future with magic bus rides and parades and living communities in tiny homes. No, that shit sounds amazing, and I think that that she would be fine with that. No, that's going to happen. He doesn't snooch. We don't call her. Snooch. <laughs> She's about to get snooched up on. Getting all sorts of snooched up on. Yeah, because I, I got to edit out that shit. Every time everybody calls everybody's name by the proper, it's got to be burp. Enough of this lighthearted, frivolous bullshit, guys. It's time to get on to the pending apocalypse, uh, Armageddon, and the end of the world. I'm sure that everyone is very well aware of the chat GPT and all the different artificial intelligence that is currently coming to the forefront. I, for one, am terrified of what's getting ready to happen. Um, I think I've seen, we've all seen enough movies that have forecast the next steps uh, towards humanity's eventual demise um, to know that what's going on right now with these jack-off Computer programmers is basically going to be bad news bears for everybody. Uh, but I did want to get your guys' thoughts on the AI revolution and uh, what you guys think about it before I unveil this next bit of terrifying news. Doctor, I ain't worried about you it. Got, you, you got any? He ain't worried about it. Um, I, I ain't worried about it. We'll be long dead and in the ground um, before any of that happens. Good, good note on that one there. Uh, I've always expected it. I knew it's going to be happening. Like, we got no way to escape it so oh i don't know what to say other than like yeah try to be a a resistance person and say no to it you know (laughs) but but good luck good luck on uh your family members and everybody else in the world giving you credit on that so so there's there's been recently push there's been pushback recently um 
from a lot of the bigger names in the tech community about possibly putting a pause on AI development until we've had an opportunity to put a little, a few checks and balances into place. Elon Musk wow. has come forward and said, maybe we need to pump the brakes on this a little bit as an alien overlord. I would think he would know how this could go down poorly for us. And we all know that motherfucker's got some shit in his chest. Yeah. Co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak, the actual brains behind Apple. Uh, he also requested a pause on training AI technology. Uh, anything more powerful than the chat GPT-4, he really doesn't want anything else coming to market, coming to the forefront uh, right now until we've got an opportunity to, to kind of check this thing and make sure it's not going to spiral out of control. Yeah, I agree with that. It will. It'll it'll double check us on exactly what we did wrong a long time ago. Can what I do give, you think, Doctor? Can I give you guys a little background history here? Sure. Here we go. Technically, we're in what's called the fourth industrial revolution, which is uh, internet and renewable energy. It started in 2000. And a lot of the stuff that I have to do for school focuses around this fourth industrial revolution. Um, first one revolved around coal, 1765. Second one was around gas in 1870. Third industrial revolution was electronics and nuclear uh, power sources in 69. And the fourth IR is started in 2000. So it's not going away anytime soon. No, it's going to... We're in the middle yeah. of the fourth industrial revolution. Well, look at how each of those Which... industrial revolutions has just hastened the downfall of humanity. Oh. Coal, there's a great idea. Oh, nope, that sucks. Gas, well, that might actually even be even worse. The third one was nuclear. Well, that's going to fucking really pan out well for us. And now we're giving AI the control, the keys to all of those things. Well, yeah. Like, yep. The technology, the downfall of man. That That's whenever I'd be like, yeah, it's about time they go ahead and step up so a lot of people have been asking to put a pause on this but there's actually been a stronger voice that has come out recently and said it needs to stop and it needs to stop now and i apologize in advance uh, for butchering this gentleman's name uh, because it's not familiar to my uh, anglicized tongue but elizier elizar yudkowski elizar yudkowski I'm going to go with Elizar Yudkowsky. He's a, a researcher and author who's been working on artificial general intelligence since 2001. So he is well-versed in that. He's got a lot of history in it. He wrote an article uh, in response to the open letter from Steve Wozniak and Elon Musk and said that they're actually not taking it far enough. And he wants a full moratorium on AI development for at least six months. Oh, we're going to save the world waiting six months? Dr. Junk, you, you have, I, I still, once again, I've asked this question before. I'm going to ask it again. I don't know what kind of doctor you are. It's apparently not a doctor of biology. We've established that. It's not a medical doctor. He's not a dentist or an orthopedist. He's not an oncologist. He's apparently not a sociologist. Are you a psychologist? Is that what it is? Do you have any insights into the psychology of artificial intelligence? He's arcane. I mean, they were programmed by man, so they can only do what we tell them to do. But, but man there's needed no, There's what? no Skynet. To fund there's it. No, they're not going to become self-aware. There's like, not Skynet yet. That's, what, that's exactly what we're talking about here is the yeah, potential for them to become self-aware. So we got to pump the brakes. There's too many movies, man. I've watched just enough movies and only the important ones. <laughs> <laughs> so the Matrix, Matrix Revolutions, Matrix Resurrection, perhaps. Uh, I didn't see the new one. Not important. I've seen Terminator 1. I've seen Terminator 2. I haven't seen any of the rest of them because they're not important. I know what's going down here. I know what's going on. All right. I'm familiar with Isaac Asimov. I'm familiar with his writings about robots and robotics. I know the three laws of robotics. I know what happens when a robot becomes self-aware and tries to impose a fourth law of robotics. I'm very well versed on what could happen here, and I see it all playing out right now. You talked about us being long dead and gone before this happens. I disagree. With the rate of development, it could be next year. That sucks. And I'm an artisanal person. <laughs> <laughs> and, Artsy fartsy. And that sucks, man. Because that just that just makes life just 
it makes it one standard. Yeah, but the movie we didn't mention that's the most important was Short Circuit. Oh, I want Johnny Five. Johnny Five is alive. Johnny Five, I'm alive. Yeah. No, this is symbol. Johnny Stephanie. Five is alive. <laughs> Stephanie. No, this is symbol. No, this is symbol. Stephanie, no, don't use the land condoms. <laughs> Painful. Caught me mid slower on that one. So, uh, yeah, I think that's probably gonna do it for this. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably gonna do it for us. I think that's probably gonna do it for us this week, guys. Um, oh, wait. No, wait. no, we got one more junk. Doctor Junk's got something to the table. I mean, it's not really that big a deal. So, uh, it you is. guys know it's who Dan awesome. is? Yeah. You used to play quarterback for the uh, Lions. He's an ESPN analyst now. Right. Yeah, he was Matt, famous for running out of the back of the end zone and getting a safety. That's his claim to fame. Right, right. Matt, you would know. If you ever watch ESPN in the morning, he's on. Anyway, he has, like, some oh, yeah. of the worst you takes that, the that you can imagine, and he puts them on Twitter. So I was going to ask you guys about some of his takes. Yep. His first one is, how many times do you use a towel, the same towel, after a shower before you wash it. Oh shit, uh, I asked him that as well. I I don't do the laundry around the house, so I would always say like, I wouldn't re- re- let it run more than like a week or four days, five days. Chris? So if I had my druthers, because you're clean when you get out of the bathtub or the shower, yep. you're clean, yep. you should be able to reuse it, but in our house we only use a towel once and it goes into the wash. That's not my call. <laughs> But that is how we operate. That's how I operate. I use it once and it gets washed. I'm not. Yeah, nobody it. had any doubt about that. You don't want to run the risk yeah. of drying your balls with a towel and then accidentally touching your face with it the next time. The I understand. towel forgets. The towel forgets. The towel, the towel does forget. Towely does not remember. Yeah, it's so high. He's so high. He doesn't really. Like, <laughs> hey, how are you high? Yeah, but. but... But the other end of it is like, yeah, what what Lefty said, it's it's we're clean every time. But I. But are you? Mm, are you? We are clean, but the towel creates bacteria. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Mister Orlowski says, thirty times. Whoa. Okay, that's a bit excessive. Thirty times. Thirty times. So that would be like if you shower every day in a month, oh. like you wash your towel one time a month. That towel never gets dry. That's going to give you like fucking brain amoebas and shit doing that. Or you get like weird like eczema skin things. Or oh, you're um, definitely going to have kind of like a fungal situation. Take number two, a regular ground beef taco with, you know, with lettuce, sour cream, you know, all the stuff. He says, cut up cucumbers and put them in it. It's a game changer. I would only put the cucumbers in there if it came from an upside-down cucumber. It's a nice callback. Like no that. cucumbers in the top. No, not, not even not even upside-down one either. It ain't going to work, man. It ain't, disgusting. it ain't working with my Mexican meal, baby. My Tejano. So, I, don't want, I don't want no cucumbers my Tejano. This next one, I, you'll have to give me pointer on, Chris. I don't really know. He says red wine. All red wine. Doesn't matter should be drank chilled with ice cubes in it. Okay, that now we're ready to fucking throw hands. That's some ridiculous bullshit. Okay, no. Number one, it, no wine should ever be served with an ice cube in it, period. Fuck that game. Ever. Ever. Like, ever. And number two, the vast majority of true red wines should be served at room temperature, not chilled at all. And pronounced Merlot. <laughs> Sam Merlot from True Blood. Yes, that's how that's pronounced. That's correct. That is correct. But yeah, he's uncultured swine, and I will never watch ESPN again. Just a few others here. Uh, he doesn't use spices. The only spices he uses are salt and pepper. Yeah, I had no doubt about that. You look at his fucking haircut, you know for damn sure he very rarely uses the pepper either. That's Those aren't even salt. spices. Those are um, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. He says it's the most overrated candy. Doesn't like it. Probably because he's only eating them when he's drinking his chilled ice cube red wine. So the flavor conch is just Ugh. not working together. God. That's not good. Yeah, I kind of think I hate him. <laughs> uh, and he says uh, 
What's the point of soup? It's literally water with soggy vegetables. Soup is life. Soup is life. Especially when you need it, son. Saturday mornings. Soup is life. <laughs> Saturday morning soup. I enjoy I enjoy a tomato soup. I enjoy a potato soup. Uh, if, if you're going to lump stews in with soups, I'm fine with that. Perhaps a nice bisque. Yeah, I, I, I just I knew I didn't like him. Dan Orlovsky from day one, I knew I didn't like him. And now it's all all those bad vibes are really panning out now. Yeah, I don't I don't think I care for anything that man just said at all. I like fringe onion soup and baked potato soup. That's about it. Nah. Anyway, that was my thing I had, so So that was the, the reactionary Oh, I mean, no, thank you for sharing that because it, once again, it just re it just re uh, affirms my gut feeling about that guy. So I'm glad to know I can put and him on the list. What was that guy's name again? Shannon Sharp. Put him on the list with uh, yeah, Steve I love that Smith. Guy. Shannon Sharp was one of, like one of my favorite players back in the day in Green Bay. He was a that Bronco. Was, How could he be a favorite player? Sterling Sharp. Huh? Sterling Sharp. Oh, back. Sterling Sharp, not Shannon Sharp. Though. Sorry. Yeah. Super favorite. Sterling. Sterling yeah. Sharp, man. I, I, Can you tell how much of a favorite he a is? Sterling. Sorry, Sterling. I don't want to get you like involved with Shannon. That guy's a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's put a let's put a uh, sheepskin condom on this and wrap it up. Alright, thanks everybody for uh, stopping in. I think it's gonna do it for us this week. Another good show. I think you got a lot of positive work done this week. Uh, gentlemen, anything that you would like to leave? Any words of wisdom for the viewer? I would recommend to ladies not to carry around multiple condoms and sizes in your purse. Just throwing it out there. It kind of sends the wrong message. Slut shaming basically is what jumps into tonight. All right, Mr. Foxtail, what do you got? Trump 24, 24, let's go. I don't care if I fuck Stormy Daniels in the mouth. I'm going to be president. <laughs> Did he just announce he's running for president? He's he, he already said he's gonna continue. Oh, he's gonna run for president. You're talking about yourself. Oh no, not me. Oh no. All right. Well, I mean, very wise words. Do we have anything from the comptroller this evening? We do. So, gosh, we talked about a lot of stuff tonight: travel, food. So uh, if you're happening, uh, if you're going to travel to Australia, don't order meringue pie because in Australia, they normally boo meringue. <laughs> 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 All right. I think on that note, let's go ahead and uh, call it a night, fellas. Hey, everybody, thanks for stopping in, and we will see you next week. Peace. Later. That's a wrap. Join the gang next.